0: Is Sami Zayn having the run of his career? Or maybe, oh who am I kidding, it's full gear baby! John Silver and Orange Cassidy added to the card, it's a good day! And first of all, before we get into the actual show, this show is sponsored by... Wait a minute. I don't have sponsors. Oh! How does this always happen? <laughs> <sighs> where... Where am I? I? I can't see a thing! See, si. You're right, I can't even see anything! Not even John Cena! See si. Okay, I get it. I f- up the full gear predictions! I forgot two matches! See si. Wait a minute. I, I recognize that delivery. El, El Generico? See si. You... You, you kidnapped me? See. Si. Oh god, I guess this is what you've been doing this whole time. See? Si- okay, okay, okay. You, you want me to talk about Sami Zayn, right? See. Si. Uh, uh, no, Sa- I, I can't sing. See. Si. I, I, I can't. C. Si! Oh, 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 oh. It's a Sami Zayn. It's a Sami Zayn focused episode. That good? Oh. When did you turn heel? On this week's episode of the Wrestling with Fiction podcast, we'll be discussing the underdog from the underground, the great liberator. It's Sami Zayn. What are my thoughts on his current feud with? Does he have a feud? And where on earth will he go next? So for now, tell your friends, tell your friendliest friends, tell them all about this new and exciting edition of the Wrestling With Fiction Podcast! Hi ladies, gentlemen, and ladies, gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling With Fiction Podcast. I'm currently tied to a chair, I'm joined by El Generico. Uh, My name is Connor, and I can't see El Generico, and neither can you. So on this week's episode, we're talking about Sami Zayn, the underdog from the underground, weird nickname, I don't know why he existed, and the great liberator, the current at this point at the time of this recording, the WWE Intercontinental Champion. He is the champion of the continents, (laughs) by God. Yeah, we're going to be going into that. We're just going to be discussing potential feuds for him. Because right now, he doesn't really have anything except a match with Bobby Lashley. Ooh, Bobby's Bobble Lashley. It's it's 2018 all over again. Are, are Bobby Lashley's sisters going to join the Hurt Business? Is this what's going to happen? In this champion versus champion match at Survivor Series? Oh, Jesus Christ, if that happens... I. I won't lie, I I kind of would have a bit of a pop if I saw Bobby Lashley's sisters come out in the Survivor Series match and interfere on Sami Zayn's behalf. Just have them heel turn on Bobby Lashley because Sami Zayn's such a great liberator. This is not a feud I'm suggesting of what they should do, but I want Sami Zayn to win, so if that happens, I'm I'll be okay, I'll be okay. Because the topic of this episode is of course on Rami Sami Zayn. And where the hell he could go next. From potential feuds to fantasy fumble. Because El Generico still here. He, I don't know why. He stopped saying see I'm tied to a chair. We need to just get on with this. So first suggestion I have. Kind of an out of the box one. It's the least. Actually, no, this ain't the least likely to happen. This is, like, second from least likely of the four I'm suggesting this week. Because he's on Raw. Because part of me wants to see Sami Zayn versus The Fiend. Now, I know what you're thinking at first. It's The Fiend. His character is he has vendettas against everybody who's wronged him. Sami Zayn hasn't wronged him. He's just grew his hair out, grabbed a beard during quarantine, and, you know, said that he's the Intercontinental Champion. He's done nothing wrong. But, nothing wrong yet. Because, what does the Fiend do? He changes people. He hunts them down. Haunts, hunts. He does both. He does both the things. So... Let him hunt Sami Zayn. Why, you may ask? Because I want a Sami Zayn face turn, goddammit. I miss babyface Sami Zayn. And if there's one guy who I think could be the reason for Sami Zayn to turn, it's either Kevin Owens or it's The Fiend. And for me, I quite like to see The Fiend. (laughs) I kind of just want... Because The Fiend does all these cinematic matches. Just for... Because Sami Zayn's character is that he's a great liberator. He inspires the masses. He he brought on freaking Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Made them a tag team. Why are they a tag team? Because they joined up with Sami Zayn for some reason. And just have Sami Zayn just proclaim that he's a great liberator. And he will liberate everyone into his own image. Including the Fiend. <laughs> because... Part of me just wants to see Sami Zayn have a cameo in the Firefly Funhouse. Because, like, wherever the Firefly Funhouse is, wherever it is, whether it's in uh, maybe, like, a new apartment that Bray has or something, I-, I doubt it's in front of a live studio audience. People just seem to magically be able to jump into this Funhouse. Like, it is there not, like, a locking door on key... With this thing. Like you have the door that just says those who come in here. uh, I'm just going to say shall not pass. So Lord of the Rings. Uh, People must be able to access this thing. So I kind of just want Sami Zayn, Being the great liberator that he is. To just interject himself into the Firefly Funhouse. Not necessarily stop anything. But just kind of just sort of like interrupt it. Like it's a regular television channel. You know like back in 2003 or 2 when Randy Orton was recovering from his injury and like during segments on Raw it would just cut to him just having breaking news. My arm is officially 85%. We're nearly there folks. Just like Sami Zayn. Like you can have him because now he claims that he's the champion of the continents trying to inspire everyone across all of the continents. And, like, he's saying that I am, like, 65% approved in Japan. (laughs) Just have that be, like, him almost doing, like, a propaganda thing in the Firefly Funhouse. (laughs) And then you could just sort of build that feud from there. Maybe even have, like, Alexa Bliss interview him on A Moment of Bliss again. Because they've had that thing before. You know, maybe even have, like references to the funhouse wherever sort of like Sami Zayn goes like he's like completely belligerent of it of like the numbers keep rising in his own head of like being the champion of the continents (laughs) and Bill too I really want to see this I know this is stupid and convoluted but I want to see another cinematic match that is just a full on horror movie like I'm not talking like blockbuster like Hollywood movie I want that I want that B to C grey cheesy horror movie via like the Wicker Man of Sami Zayn versus Bray Wyatt with Sami Zayn in that sort of reluctant baby face thing of just trying to run away from the fiend. Now, I know what you're thinking with this. It, does this make Sami Zayn look weak? No, because my thought on this is that in this match or whatever it would be, Sami Zayn doesn't beat The Fiend. But he does something that no one else has done. He escapes from The Fiend. Think about all these other characters that we've had in the Firefly Funhouse type of thing. We've had Seth Rollins, who lost the Universal title, turned heel, ba-da-ba-da-boo. We've had it with The Miz. Uh, Family stuff. I'm gonna beat up Wacky, freaking Blue's Clues Bray. Oh, that didn't work. I'm evil now. We've never had The Fiend turn anyone babyface. Let that sink in for a second. He is this character who, for whatever reason, corrupts people. But now that The Fiend is kind of in this babyface role, or I argue he's a tweener, wouldn't it be interesting that whatever feud he goes into, he's able to swap the sort of characters in-universe and their alignment? For me, this is a great way of not only elevating Sami Zayn and the Intercontinental Championship, because I see is barely being mentioned on television at this point. Sami Zayn even has tweeted multiple times that he should be on some of these billboards and posters with all of the champions. Where is Sami Zayn? He needs this liberation, damn it! And with it, you kind of also elevate Sami Zayn as what he was before, before he came up to the main roster. Kind of the heart and soul of NXT. If anyone who's listening to this never saw 2014 Sami Zayn in NXT and his feud with Neville, I think the culmination of that match at our evolution is one of the best NXT matches of all time. And I feel like it's so underappreciated. Legitimately, it's one of the very few matches where I've been... So behind a babyface. And that's really hard to do in modern wrestling. Is to be so invested in a babyface so much. That even if the result is predictable. That you end up rooting for them anyways. For me that was Sami Zayn in 2014. And the whole idea of The Fiend with this. I feel like could bring back some of the babyface traits of Sami Zayn. That are kind of forgotten. In the way that he kind of acts as a character. Because even though it is obnoxious, it's still freaking brilliant. Like, funny and charismatic and all this stuff that you kind of want in, like, a main event babyface. Especially now. There isn't many very strong, reliable babyfaces. And I think Sami Zayn could be one of them. Maybe not, like, a badass babyface via, like, a Drew McIntyre, but certainly an underdog babyface. He totally fits the mold of a Daniel Bryan who... I mean, I could see him passing the torch to Sami Zayn, potentially, when he, like, retires, because he said that this is kind of his last run. So, yeah, that's just my random weird booking idea of almost, like, this B-rated horror movie starring Sami Zayn, culminating with him just surviving the Fiend, not necessarily beating him, so you don't really, like, ruin the Fiend as a character... And you also, like, protect Sami Zayn and also sort of elevate him a little bit more up the card. Maybe add more prestige to the IC title. So that's kind of my initial idea. It's stupid, it's convoluted, but it's wrestling. Wrestling, you can make it whatever you want. My second idea. Another out-of-the-box pick. Because I'll admit it, a lot of these ones for Sami Zayn are kind of of out-of-the-box apart from maybe one of them. Because the next one is someone who I just want to see get used more. He's he's a guy who, like Sami Zayn, had some of his best moments in NXT. He's a guy who, when he got called up to the main roster, sure, he was used. But not necessarily to the extent that I feel that a lot of people wanted. And some people may not even have noticed if you want a viewer of NXT. I'm talking about... Shorty McShorterton, Chad, Chadley Gable. Now, I know what you're thinking initially with this. This is another fiend type of thing where it's like, there's no connection between these characters. And you'd be right. Except their personalities. Chad Gable. If you saw him down in NXT before American Alpha got called up to the main roster, kind of a guy who he is just the spitting image of Kurt Angle in nearly every single way. Just from the way that he sort of, like, carries himself on the mic to some of his old stuff with the towel we're saying, ready, willing, and gable. And, like, how sometimes in matches he would, like, get tagged in from Jason Jordan. And when they were just sort of, like, doing tag team moves, he would just say, thank you to Jason Jordan. (laughs) Like, oh, what a nice guy. Like, when he used to also, like, carry out the towel... Just saying, I'm ready, willing, and Gable. I feel like at this point with Chad Gable, he's a guy who, like Sami Zayn, kind of needs that little bit more of serious aggression. Which I feel like he's definitely capable of doing. Especially with his, like, offense, German suplexes, submissions. He's a guy who I think could really benefit from feuding with Sami Zayn. And maybe switching up his character to something a little bit more serious. Because right now, Chad's not really doing anything. He's just being a Chad. And should be doing more, I think. Just based off, like, his credentials. I can't believe WWE have not used his credentials as, like, a second coming of Kurt Angle. Or even just, like, having Kurt Angle manage him. Because, like... He, he just resembles him. Now, I realize I'm going on a huge tangent here, but let me explain this. Sami Zayn is a guy who, despite him being Intercontinental Champion, he hasn't really had, and I know this is still early into his title run, a big sort of defining moment as a champion. As NXT Champion, he had the match with Kevin Owens, uh, and then he lost the belt. And then the ice, his first IC title run, which he won in a handicap match. And then he won his current one at the ladder match. I'm trying to remember the pay-per-view. It's not Hell in a Cell, it's TLC. I could be wrong, I forgot the pay-per-view. And Sami Zayn, as a character for it, He's a character who I think is incredibly determined. And it's been one of the consistent things with him. It's just the way that he expressed the determination has been skewered a bit. Now that he's a heel, this determination's kind of... Elevated all of his mannerisms to the point of pantomime. And while that does work... You need... If you're going to make a wrestler a credible champion... You need to show that serious side of them. Regardless of their face or heel. Sami Zayn as the IC champion hasn't really express that yeah he's had clever he's had clever tricks in order to win matches but he hasn't had that sort of determined i'm gonna win this and i feel like one of the guys who could really bring him out is chad gable it's a fresh match that no one's ever really seen and for me you can kind of book this in two different ways you can book it as sort of chad gable sort of rising up the card you know, maybe having a couple squash matches here and there when he uses the ankle lock, which I'd quite like him to change it to the Gable lock. Just because he based his whole name off of, uh, an Olymp- of, off of an Olympian. I got my name skewed there. And I don't remember the name specifically, but it was based off Gable. And I feel like that would be a cool little touch, a little homage. Just so you don't need to constantly call it an ankle lock. And just have him just go on a tear of sort of breaking people's limbs. He's ready, willing, and Gable to destroy anyone in his way. <laughs> and you can book Sami Zayn at this point as this sort of initially a cowardly champion. Running from this guy who he's been seeing has been just like losing. Wait, not really losing, but he's been like cranking up all of this reputation of snapping limbs. So Zayn doesn't want to see that stuff. No, he's the great liberator. He needs to be at 110%. But of course, wrestling shenanigans finds him in what I think would be very fun. A two out of three falls match with Chad Gable. Where I feel like you can just have Chad Gable just completely almost dominate the guy Until Sami Zayn just completely just starts to outsmart him a bit. And, you know, maybe he busts out a couple of his old moves that he used to do. Like, the Blue Thunder Bomb. Uh, Maybe he busts out a Brain Buster. I know that's, like, likely to never happen because WWE bans the move, I believe. But, like, a Brain Buster? Uh, Maybe, like, get more of a vicious side out of Sami Zayn. Like, once all the cheating is gone, he can still back it up in the ring. You can still have him be, to some extent, a cowardly heel. But if you can put him up against a guy who is so technical and so quick, you build up this air of legitimacy to him. And not necessarily just, oh, he's a cowardly guy holding onto the belt. I know there's an appeal for that. But with a guy like Sami Zayn, who talks so well, and lately in his past few promos, he's been going over how he is this champion of the continent he wants to represent the continents as he's truly one of the best IC champions of all time. <laughs> well, from his perspective. Hell, WWE's video packaging, you know, they really love to have very good video packages to the point where you forget about mumps of television. Have it be, like, the champion of the continent, Sami Zayn versus the champion of the Olympics. I don't know. Maybe you want to do something with that. As, like, a built to this match. as It's, like, for me, Sami Zayn is a guy who you can really put in with nearly everybody. Because he's such a good worker. So, something like this could really elevate, sort of, like, his credibility on the roster. And also elevate someone like Chad Gable. Who I think could really be used, maybe not as a main eventer. But, come on, in the mid-card. Why not do, like... Chad Gable is kind of Apollo 2, Electric Boogaloo. Or just (laughs) Apollo 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) This guy who's been underutilized being elevated up to face a mid-card champion. And I'm not saying that you need Chad Gable to win. Because for me, this is all about sort of showing Sami Zayn is more of a legitimate serious threat. Something that he isn't really seen as right now, even as IC Champion. And I really want to see the IC title get used as it used to be. As the stepping stone to the world title. Like, you need to be really good with this belt to get to this belt. And I know that sounds like a very cheap hierarchy status. But, like, it's a good indicator of, like, how good you are. Like, you, you've got the workhorse belt, so make it the workhorse. Make it a Trojan horse if you want. I don't know. So moving on from that, as we've already discussed, Sami Zayn, a man who, for some reason, kind of overlooked as IC champion, seems to not really get much television time. He's He's a champion of the continents. But he isn't a tribal chief. That's right. Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. (laughs) Why this match you may be asking. Roman Reigns doesn't have a connection to him. He's a tribal chief. He doesn't care about that. He cares about his family's bloodline. Exactly. He cares about his family bloodline. The bloodline that likely brought a lot of people into wrestling. Sami Zayn is one of those people who are brought in to wrestling. By Roman Reigns' perspective, by him, by his family. Why is this man walking around all pompous thinking that he's a champion of the continents when the tribal chief is here speaking and dominating the show? And you have Sami Zayn here, champion of the continents, trying to liberate everyone because they all need to be liberated. Looking around wondering, why is he not being featured? Why is he not being used? He's the IC champion. Have some respect for the belt. So we get a champion versus champion match. And I don't know. That, to me, that sounds like a really fun match that we have rarely see. In fact, have we ever seen Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns? I could be wrong here. Someone will mention it. Roman Reigns is probably having the run of his career right now. And Sami Zayn, I think, is currently on the rise at this point. Or at least the most success he's ever had in the main roster. Let's be honest. In terms of, like, a title run and just sort of his recognition. Maybe even his spot in the company as well. I know that maybe that's a hit in this subject because he, you know, left... Then got his title relinquished, which they said they wouldn't do. And then he's there now. Anyways, it's his best run. It's his best run. Let's just try and keep this positive. Sami Zayn, I feel, could have this case where he is the champion of champions. He's the champion of the continents. Why does he have to listen to a tribal chief? He doesn't have all these continents to his control. He's Sami Zayn. And I feel like this whole podcast is just going to be me saying that I want to see a Sami Zayn face turn. Just because I I love Sami Zayn as a baby face. But I think it's possible you can do this here. Like, he's currently the host of Talking Smack, if you want to get eyes on that show. Maybe have, like, Sami Zayn almost do... I wouldn't say a Miz-style promo, because I don't think Sami Zayn's delivery is the same as the Miz. Even from the way that he carries himself on the microphone. But... I feel like you can get this super serious promo out of Sami Zayn. Maybe when he's not just like constantly talking about him being the champion of continents, just looking straight into the camera on maybe a Talking Smack segment, calling out Roman Reigns as this tyrant. I think that's a good way to say it a tyrant of SmackDown Live. Like, he's a guy who, despite him being the IC champion, isn't even featured in the intro. He's a guy who's never really featured that much in the intro. He's not featured in a lot of the big match promotions. Yet, he's still there. Still there. Constantly fighting as the liberator that he is. To have this shot. To even have this time. He isn't meant to be on Talking Smack. This is meant to be Xavier Woods. And then he got drafted to SmackDown. He rose to the opportunity. He wasn't born into a legacy. He made his own legacy. He liberated himself into a legacy. And now he just wants to see if... And now he wants to actually take it. That's the build. I think. Is... Sami Zayn. You can have him defend the IC title. Maybe in like... a. A handicap match against the Usos. Maybe parallel his stuff when he won the IC title to Braun Strowman. Maybe even have... I don't know if they're on good terms or not. I don't know how storylines work with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Maybe actually have him, you know, try and reconcile with Kevin Owens a little bit. Have Kevin Owens be, like, brutally attacked by Roman Reigns. Really emphasize sort of the connection between Sami and Kevin. All the matches and wars they've been together. And just have Sami Zayn just go on a rampage. Have him do like the old thing where he used to like jump through the middle rope and hit a DDT as like Roman is like, maybe for the first time, carrying away to someone. Cause Roman says he's had this run, hasn't had someone who he feels like he can carry away from. He's been this tyrant of SmackDown, not really being threatened by anything. And what a way this would be to sort of elevate the IC title that the first person that Roman Reigns cowers away from is Sami Zayn. A angry Sami Zayn. A guy who, like Roman, took an absence for their health and came back stronger. I'm not saying that this needs to be something where Sami Zayn wins the world title. I don't think Sami's the right guy to take it off of Roman. But I think anything to sort of regain that sense of credibility to sort of like his character as, you know, a, not necessarily like a passionate babyface, but a guy who doesn't give up. Not maybe to the extent of someone like Darby Allen, but a guy who has that sort of like babyface spirit that really connects to the crowd. Hell, I want to see him do, I'm going back to old moves again. Uh, Do you remember when, in a lot of babyface Sami Zayn matches, he'd kind of do this clothesline where, when he starts to sort of regain momentum, where he just sort of, like, shouts and just, like, hits him with clothesline and just collapses straight to the floor? That's a move that I would love to see him hit on Roman Reigns after he's just, like, in a match, just trying and trying, just to hit a move off of him. Hell, if you want, have it parallel... Roman versus Brock, except Roman's in the Brock Lesnar position. He's brutally, like, beating up Sami Zayn. And you start to get this sort of, like, sympathy off of him. Like, he's constantly getting beat up and beat up. And then once he, like, gets to his feet and it looks like he's... Roman's going to go for the spear, he just clotheslines him. And he collapses to the floor and the crowd is just sort of... I I can't dictate how a crowd would be, but I'd love to believe that just sort of, like, Sami Zayn is just, like... Trying to get to his feet. Maybe he's like headbutting the turnbuckle to try and get like some sort of like momentum to just sort of like get back up. Have his like babyface come back. Help maybe he gets in a submission like how uh Roman Reigns hits the like guillotine choke that he's kind of doing now. And have like Sami Zayn some way like go from that into his old like submission, like the Kirafuda it wasn't Kirafuda Calotch, it was something. Actually, no, was it the Kirafuda Clutch? The one where it's like he put his leg around the person's head. I think it's like Carmella's finisher but slightly different. I don't know. I feel like that would be like a really fun match you can do and have it be just sort of based around him trying to prove that he deserves to have a more better spot on television. You don't necessarily need to make it as like him trying to I actually, no, it is literally just him trying to prove himself. It's him just trying to prove that he deserves to be in the spot that he's in. And that he should be recognized for it. Because he, from his own perspective, is a great liberator. <laughs> and help maybe even with it... When all is said and done. And you can have Sammy at the end of the show just cut a huge babyface promo. And how... He calls himself the champion of the continent. But you can't be a champion without people. My final pick is probably the one that's probably the most likely to happen out of all the other options. And it's someone who I kind of hinted at already when talking about The Fiend. Kevin Owens. He's, he's a guy who I think I wish that we got the IC title program between him and Sammy. That I felt like we should have gotten when Sami Zayn was called up to the main roster. Like, when sort of Kevin Owens was Intercontinental Champion and then uh, Sami Zayn got called up, they immediately started feuding without any context for like WWE audiences. NXT, absolutely. And people who were fans of Ring of Honor before that, absolutely. But there wasn't really anything else up to that point. And I thought, literally, at that WrestleMania, it was either going to be Kevin or Sammy who's going to win the belt. And then we'd get a, some like really awesome matches out of it. And to be fair, we did get that. We got Battleground 2016, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, probably the best match on the card. Probably the best match of that year, to be honest, in regards to WWE. I could be wrong there. It, it was 2016. We also had the AJ Styles matches as well, which were pretty high up there. And ever since then, they had this on-and-off-again sort of matches when Kevin was Universal Champion. Then they both got traded to SmackDown and didn't really have anything going until Sammy turned heel. And then they were kind of this on-and-off-again team. And then a bunch of other shenanigans happened and then we ended up here. Where Sammy's now Intercontinental Champion, and we've now seen that Kevin Owens has teased a little bit on Talking Smack that he might be going after the IC title. Where he was sort of in a segment with Sammy talking about stuff, and as he was about to leave, he just he grabs the IC title and Sammy's like, Oh wait, nope, that's mine. That's mine, buddy. <laughs> and this is The one where I think you could probably have the most mileage out of, just because there's so much history to pay pay off with them. And it's something where they haven't wrestled in such a long time. To a point where the feud kind of feels fresh, and now that Kevin Owens is a babyface and Sami Zayn's a heel, you got this sort of new dynamic to it. I, I don't know why I see this, but I can't... I see them having a ladder match, or something like that. Kind of similar to back when Kevin Owens was the Ring of Honor world champion. I'm probably going to get some hate for that, because I know his name was Kevin Steen. Oh, wait, no, that's right, yeah. Uh, Kevin Steen was facing El Generico. We've we've never seen that from Sami Zayn. My mistake, sorry. I, I need to be careful, because I realise El Generico could, you know, hit me again at any moment. Yeah, just those heel characters, you know. And... Kevin Owens is a character who kind of feels very stagnant at this point. He isn't really doing anything apart from being the captain of the Survivor Series team. But that's kind of up in the air, if he is or not. Right now, he kind of feels like a chess piece in the Roman Reigns storyline. So, I I just want to see Kevin Owens and Sammy have, like, a bunch of more classic matches. I feel like if they're in the ladder match for, like, a specific focus and focus... And for like the icy toe, you can have this almost like Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon style ladder match again, like you know those like classic ladder matches. Because for whatever reason, I can always like recall really good like icy title ladder matches, like the WrestleMania thirty two ladder match, the the one literally the year after at thirty three, uh, the Dolph Ziggler Luke Harper one at T O C, which I think is pretty pretty underrated actually. And also, like, the one where Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental title. And maybe you think that this is kind of being overdone, and the fact that we've already kind of seen the end of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' kind of story. But maybe that is the story. That these guys have had so much history that neither of them can advance above that because of their history. It's literally fight forever syndrome. Where even if they are like having these big successful matches where they're getting over they're getting shots at the world title they end up always going back to each other and maybe you want to take this in a different direction and you don't want them to feud for the IC title i'm surprised that we haven't had like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going for the tag titles like at all considering sort of how scarce the tag division is in wwe like for me it feels like those two could actually legitimately carry the tag division and i understand why you wouldn't want to put them together both of them feel too much like individuals on the main roster whereas the way that i kind of view tag teams in wwe is that they're either makeshift or the people who have been together from the start kind of like how heavy machinery was and ftr now the uh FTR previously the revival and perhaps that's kind of what you want to do with this for me this kind of feels like the type of thing where it's almost like both characters are going through self-sabotage like Sami Zayn kind of he's finally getting the thing of getting more television time he's uh freaking the intercontinental champion like the documentary footage that they have for like WWE 24 where they start where Sami Zayn starts talking about like if i've retired now i would have a really good career i would kind of view it as a good career because now i'm the intercontinental champion like even if he does like get above that and then he fails and then it's like oh i'm back to you again kevin owens like vice versa maybe he faces roman reigns (laughs) it's just i'm back to you again what are you doing here it's almost like an old married couple type of dynamic. <laughs> I understand that's probably not selling it as well as I think it should be, but their characters who in the context of WWE and even beyond that have been basically lifelong rivals from the day they were born to their own sort of like weddings and their work on the indies to now. And it doesn't feel like any of them are going to really be leaving the company at this point, So I think you can have this very long feud for the IC title and have it be like, that's all they really want is the Intercontinental Championship. Kevin Owens, like he would go for the world title, but that isn't his focus right now. It's just purely the Intercontinental Championship, a title that he's held multiple times before. And Sami Zayn, vice versa, he's the champion of the continents. There's no point being a champion of the universe when I need to be the champion of the continents first. I just... I I feel like there's so much you can do with them together. And I've really missed them sort of working, working together. I think their dynamic's bloody brilliant. So yeah, that's all kind of sort of my main thoughts. So with that in mind, we may as well get to the final segment of the show. And I realise with it that we all need to... Oh, and second thought. No, there's there's gonna be no fantasy fumble this week. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. Uh okay, okay, Mr. Generico. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, he is still here. So if any of you don't know who what who, what, or where Fantasy Fumble is, uh Fantasy Fumble is the segment on the show where Uh I try and book the weirdest, wackiest, or potentially outlandish storyline in all of these random predictions that I've made. And it's it's one of those things that I use to close out the show, right? <laughs> okay, yep, yep, cool. So, without further ado, Fantasy Fumble will begin in 3, 2, 1, Fumble. Oh god, let the dumpster fire begin. <laughs> Okay, so I've I've been thinking a little bit on this one and I've realized that all these other matches have been Kind of cliche, and I should I should have been mentioning my my good friend El Generico, right? My, my my best friend, my my best friend. He's just we've never seen a Sami Zayn versus El Generico match, and I think we should really just express that, don't you think? So we begin on our regular thing. Sami Zayn's the champion of the continents. He travels the world, you know. Goes to Japan, goes to Mexico. You know, what's all the COVID stuff ended. And he just sees all these random things. He just starts exploring. But in those moments. You see a masked man. Someone who is very familiar to Sami Zayn. He follows. He goes across. He climbs the ladders. He does all the things. And he sees it. Tells Generico, his long lost friend, his long lost compadre, his senor to his senorita. He goes. He goes there and he finds him. But then as he does that, he disappears, nowhere to be seen. Only leaving the mask. So we move on to several episodes of Smackdown. Moving across, traveling. And he asks Kevin Owens, a man who's 4L Generica before. Have you seen him? Kevin argues back. I have not seen him. I have only seen him in the magical realms of... said insert word promotion. And I've never seen him since. So Sami Zayn goes to the bathroom used compelled and he looks into the mirror and he sees el generico behind him he looks back he's nowhere to be seen these things culminate he starts looking around and talking smack cutting promos and saying to people that he is not crazy el generico still exists he's after me i know where el generico is he is not generic he is el genio el plagio el regularo Looks, he travels, has matches where he puts on the mask, hits for kicks, and takes it off. He still can't find El Generico, even with the mask on. That is the secret, unsaid law that El Generico has just told me. You can't find him. And so, at the next pay-per-view Survivor Series, after defeating Bobby Lashley, he cuts a promo saying that he wants El Generico to come out here right now and stop haunting him, stop stalking me, stop making me look for you, and come to me. And so it does. The lights go out. Kevin Owens introduces him, the lights in the shadow, and he says to him, yes, I was going to take your title, but I think he wanted it more. And out comes El Generico man furious angry because he had his shot in NXT and defeated Bo Dallas but who got the title shot it was Sami Zayn so this feud continues he argues over how Sami Zayn took his life away from him Sami Zayn took away his best friend so we build build and build and build to WrestleMania it's Sami Zayn versus El Generico for the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. Cause you love a good IC title ladder match. Sami Zayn comes out a liberator, trying to inspire the people that El Generico is as generic as his name. Sam El Generico comes out, accompanied by Kevin Owens, with his old Olay songs traying dual Olay chants for El Generico and Sami Zayn. They fight similar offense because they know each other so well. They're almost like brothers when something goes wrong Sami Zayn goes for the haluva kick and misses El Generico goes for a haluva kick and misses They keep missing trading blows until it culminates to them fighting on top of a ladder Fighting and fighting, headbutts, headbutts, kicks and kicks, everything, see, and yes, being hit by crowd chants, or maybe even piped in ones if it's still the pandemic at this time. And then Sammy falls. He falls to the mat as El Generico climbs the ladder, retrieves the IC title, and we have a brand new Intercontinental Champion. El Generico, because in these times of great difficulty, Sami Zayn is not just a great liberator. He, from the deep, dark depths of his soul, is an underdog off of the underground, but in these times, he's not just an underdog, he ain't just a regular no-shmo, he's nothing worse or better than El Generico. Okay, he's gone. Oh God, I guess I finally pleased him. Uh, that whole thing was his idea. So if you if you want to credit anyone for this, credit El Generico. He's the best. He should have been IC champion before Sami Zayn. That's just his words, not mine. So with that, uh, once again, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope all of you guys have a great day. To be honest, I've. I know that times are tough for everyone around the world. And if this podcast does anything, I hope it brings sort of a light of positivity to the world of wrestling. And with that said, I just just hope everyone is staying safe and just trying to find the happiness in the situations that we're in. All we can really do is just sort of make the most of everything and you know really just love and cherish the people who we have precious to us so with that in mind once again thank you all for the support and thank you all for listening and remember everyone wrestling can always use just a little bit more fiction see you everyone good night everybody